0: This is the Reflector Reflections Podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we revisit with our guests who have been on their journey over this past year to reconnect with them and find out what's been going on for them. Today's beautiful conversation is with Britta and Britta was on episode 19. And you might remember Britta is a one-four reflector and a full-time elementary school teacher. And the conversation we had, she was sharing with us, you know, the challenges that we're around that so welcome Britta I'm so excited to have you back let's get into it and find out where you've been and what's happened over the last what eight nine months
1: yeah about that time it's great to be back I'm so excited so share
0: with us like when we were when we were having our last chat you know you you were coming into that it was that first year of full-time yeah. teaching and the, and the navigating
1: all of those energies how is that going for you it's still a challenge. Um, I uh, I have changed grade levels, uh, so I now teach second grade. For those of you not in the U.S., that's uh, seven, eight, seven and eight-year-olds. And if if you don't remember from my first episode, my original episode, um, episode 1.0, I um, taught fifth grade back in back in the day eight months ago seems like a long time ago and so that would but would have been for those and not not in the us that's 10 and 11 year olds and so i've changed grades and that was a surprise for me i was not expecting that that was something that my principal um kind of um surprised me with and at first i was not excited about it and i thought that they were making me change grades because i was doing a bad job um very took it very personally and then i realized that it was actually a good thing because. I really struggled with. I think one of the really hard things for me in fifth grade was, oh, like, that's the start of puberty. Lots of hormones flying around, and I had a hard, and that was that was hard for me because I felt like I was reflecting a lot of that back, especially because I was still working through a lot of my own conditioning. I still am doing working through my own conditioning, but I feel like I'm farther along in that process now. And um, so yeah, the, the second graders are way sweeter overall, and um, I feel like it's it's a better fit for my personality and as a reflector teacher I am there's just a lot less emotions that I'm reflecting because and there are emotions but it's a, it's not the same that the seven and eight year olds are are a bit sweeter than, than the 10 and 11 year olds
0: yeah and you know that seven that that seven eight is very much where they really do start to shift you know in all of the Mm -hmm. a lot of the parenting stuff that we read and even in human design they talk about that seven year cycle and Mm -hmm. they minus that first or the first um, gestational year but that's really where they're starting to shift so that would be a huge place for you to be as a one four Mm -hmm. with that beautiful one for nature of yours to be able to go in there and guide and teach so have you found that that you are able to really navigate and nurture
1: I think so and I mean I I I definitely have been working through my conditioning still in the past few months and I have a lot of criers and so there's a lot of emotion happening and I do think like there are these kids who are, you know, that's the end of their first seven year cycle. Um, You know, a lot of the conditioning that we talk about in human design happens in those first seven years. And so these kids are entering this kind of new stage of their life and they don't quite know what to do with it. Um, A lot of these emotional kids that I have, um at first I was really frustrated with it because I was a very sensitive kid I was a crier when I was growing up and that was something that I realized I had a lot of shame about and so it's actually something that I've been working through like I need to be here to support them and if I'm feeling shame about that then that's not helping them and so I'm just learning to accept that I was that crying sensitive kid and that now I need to love that part of myself so I can love that part of them um I have noticed that there's a lot of emotion happening in my class. A lot of, we've been talking a lot about kindness because there's some mean things going on. Kids are being mean to each other and saying mean things. And so even though they're very sweet, they're also, like I said, I think you have, there's something to be said about the end of that first seven year cycle and moving into that second. It's a lot. And we're all feeling it in a second grade this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just um, what you were saying there about, you know, a lot of emotion and you you traversing that yourself and not wanting to reflect it. I also feel that sometimes we can get into this narrative in our minds of feeling that we're a reflector and thinking that's a bad thing, whereas actually, it's actually a good thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And not to pull you up on that by any means, but it's just like that. You, you are there to not just reflect that, but to also hold sympathy because the conditioning, as we say, when we're sensitive, of being told, oh, shh, stop crying, or, you know, oh, you know, that kind of mentality that we're conditioned to raise, you know, crying's for weeks, stop crying, stop feeling your emotions. Why are you so loud? I guess you you're very sympathetic to that like that's your energy to be able to sort of like literally encompass and nurture so yeah I just I I felt when you were saying that I'm like no that's actually a gift it's actually not a reflection as in a bad thing a beautiful being able to kind of nurture and embrace do you feel that or are you still kind of like journeying through feeling that I can't feel this because I don't want to project it or reflect it
1: I mean, I think that's a struggle that I've had. Um, I just came off of a, actually just came off of a three month mastermind with um, Emma Dunwoody, who is uh, a human design teacher in the human design space. And I really was able to work through a lot of the conditioning I have about being a reflector in that, um, realizing that I have, I have so much fear about reflecting and like just, I'm just always so worried like, oh my gosh, am I reflecting other people and blah, blah, blah. Like I need to be a sit and not a seat and putting so much pressure on myself when really I'm just overthinking it all and it's not serving me. So I actually think I've had to kind of decondition from my, some of my understandings about being a reflector um, to fully heal myself because as beautiful as human design is, there's a lot of negative talk about there about reflectors and You know, we're these sensitive butterflies that, like, can't handle the world, which is totally not true. And um, so I do think that I've been able to embrace more of the beauty of being a reflector and that there is so much goodness and, like, um, allowing these kids to, like, they feel safe around me. And something I've struggled with is, like, I feel like I'm bad at classroom management because the kids don't they they naturally are more comfortable in my presence and so they're not it my classroom I just have had come to and this is really like recently where I've been like oh yeah my my classroom isn't going to look like any other teacher's classroom because I'm a reflector and they feel safe around me and so the way I run my classroom really it's okay that I'm different than other teachers, as long as they're still learning and they still feel safe. So it's been a journey. <laughs> I don't remember what the original question was, but that's the answer that came up.
0: <laughs> no, no, I love that. I love that you you really honoured that. And again, we're going back like eight, nine months and and it was just listening to you talk now, you can feel that growth. You can feel that just going, you know, I've really tapped into this. Um, what other ways have you started to embrace Your journey you were just saying there before you did a three-month mastermind so that's powerful for you to be able to explore you Um, yeah um, can would you mind sharing about that or
1: sharing about your journey I would absolutely love to I mean I feel like since we last spoke um I look back and I go back to the episode sometimes listen to it and just you know because it's it's I'm curious um and I think the last time I listened to it I was surprised at how much I've grown because there's a lot of things that I still resonate with but I also see I feel like such a different person than the person I was in February 2022 when we when we recorded that Um, I'm going through my Saturn return right now Um, so my uh, my Saturn is in gate 49 and gate 49 has been retrograding back and forth all this year And so uh, it's my time return season started in April and it's gonna, I'm gonna, it's gonna go through gate 49.6, 49.6, which is my exact time, my exact Saturn gate again in in January. So I'm like in this process and I just feel like there's been gate 49 is a gate of revolution. I feel like my life has just been rev- revolutionized in the past few months uh and it perfect with my with 49 49 um and just really um learning to honor myself and learning to honor my process um so my jupiter's in gate 48 so it's like going deep into being resourceful and finding like the well in myself and then bringing that out to the world with my Saturn at eight forty nine, And I just see that happening throughout this whole summer and fall where I've been investing more in myself. I, um, I went on a really amazing yoga retreat this summer, which I've never done before. I joined this mastermind, which was wonderful. And um, I'm really seeing where I, like, I, I'm putting myself first in a lot of ways that I haven't before. Um, I've been able to explore myself um, I've been able to meet amazing people like even in the mastermind I we have all like I've made these amazing friendships and we talk like all the time and I have people that I can talk about human design with on the regular um, which I hadn't had before and so like I said I don't remember the original question I think it's about how I've been able to support myself and my girl, something like that um, and I'm going on a tangent now it's okay um and so exploring myself more through human design but I think also just being able to invest in myself and like seeing that when I invest in myself and in myself growth and in you know my evolution like beautiful things happen that's a really important thing that I've taken away from these past few months um and uh I'm looking
0: forward to seeing where it takes me moving forward. Well, that gives me tingles. I was you know, like, getting, I was listening to you and I'm just like feeling the tears of pride <laughs> and I'm just like I love this. This is the journey of growth and it's just so powerful and we're all taking it, I think, aren't we? I, I just feel this, again, it's going to be repeated as we kind of catch up with people who we've ch- I've chatted with a year ago and it just myself included we are all growing and evolving and it's just its magical and it makes me so happy to hear that from you, that you are just in this space of you and listening to you sprout off gates and stuff like that. When we chatted, <laughs> chatted you, was, you, know, you were still really new to it and you were like, yeah. well, I'm not sure what that means. And now I'm listening to you with such pride and I'm going, good girl, <laughs> sprouting off all gates and I got this in Jupiter and I'm like, wow, I love it. I love it. And as you say, it's not something that, you know, you're still you still processing, you're still going mm-hmm. through, but how good does it feel to be able to take ownership of our lives and ownership of who we are and just go, okay, well, I'm going to try all these things like the yoga retreat and, and doing this three-month mastermind that you did and just, you know, honour. And I'm so interested in life, you know, curious about the universe, how it thrust you out of something that was struggling for you. With the mm-hmm. grade, not when I say struggling, I mean that with love, but you know what I mean? It was harder for you, but you were thrust into this working now with the grade twos mm-hmm. where you're kind of going, Yeah, this job's still hard, but this is actually more nurturing, and I'm doing it my way. You know what I mean? I'm hearing this. Yeah. This
1: and I gritter. think that's the big thing. Like, I have, and this is like even in the past couple of weeks, just like realizing, like, I've been trying so hard to do what other teachers are doing. And I remember saying this back in our first episode together where I was like, and it's it's so hard as a reflector because you're constantly reflecting the world around you. And I, I don't even realize sometimes that I'm doing it. I do think that I've become more aware of it as I have deconditioned and become more confident in myself. Um, but it's so easy to watch what other teachers are doing and be like, oh, I need to do that. And then I have two foundational lines. And so there's like the insecurity of like, am I doing it right? Like do what maybe I need to do what other people are doing because I'm not, I don't know enough first line and I don't trust these people enough to like fourth line to like be like, I feel like part of it is like the part of it is the the first line not feeling um secure in myself and that I know enough so I feel like I have to watch others but then my fourth line is like I want to fit into this community I want people to like me so I need to do it their way um but you know I also have the cross of rulership and so I I'm here to like you know do things my way and show like show people not necessarily show p- people a new way but because um, that's not really the cross of rulership but um, just step into my power, power and show people how they can be powerful too because a lot of the incarnation cross is like you know showing showing people what they need to see in their life showing yeah and being a one-four yeah and I have innocence motivation too and I have spent so much of my time in the classroom in my transference of desire Have you ever like, wondered
0: why you uh, were pushed into being an
1: elementary school teacher it's just like
0: Ding 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 ding.
1: Yeah, it's all the things <laughs> that I need to heal. It's like all all of my shadow has been coming up. And the more that I step into my truth, it's not always easy, but the more I feel like I'm I can better leave my class and be myself at my job.
0: Yeah. So what's on your what's on your future cards? Are you just like me? You're just flowing, you're just focusing on you making you a priority
1: where are you going? I have no idea yeah I love it me either. and I think <laughs> that's that's a beautiful realization that I've come to in the past couple months where I mean if I've gone through like am I going to leave teaching after this year I've gone through am I going to stay in teaching after this year and I just think I've put so much pressure on myself about needing to know like what's coming next, but that's not in alignment with being a reflector. Like I'm supposed to live my life be- with surprise. And so I don't know. I mean, I'm in my Saturn return season. I feel like it's a very, um, very important time in my life. Uh, I just had an Akashic record reading a couple of days ago where I was basically told that like this cycle of my life like this Saturn return season is not just closing out a cycle in this life, but like a multi lifetime cycle. Wow. So it's like, feels really big for me because of that. Like, it's like, this makes sense. This is why this period feels so big for me. It's not just closing out this life cycle in this life, but I don't know what happened in all those lifetimes. But Apparently it was a lot of stuff. <laughs> and um, so I'm just allowing myself to go through this process of my Saturn return. and. I don't know. Maybe I'll be in the classroom next year. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll be doing something different. I don't know. I am just allowing myself to be surprised because I I don't, I'm tired. I'm so tired of putting pressure on myself to know what's next. So I've been doing that kind of unconsciously.
0: And I just wanna,
1: I just wanna see where it takes me. I love that. And
0: you know what? How beautiful it is when you can get to the point of just getting out of your own way, of feeling that you've gotta do things. And you can't explain it to anybody. You've they've got to get there themselves, where all of a sudden it's just like you just and you hear this a lot, you know. You, you said before about, you know, the reflectors and, and stuff that's given about them, and it can be all like, oh, that's oh that's inaccurate, that's not true. And you've heard me talking a lot about it lately, but even that, you know, be fluid. But I there's a part of that that, that it does resonate because when you do get to this acceptance state. It is a, I'm allowing myself to sample. I'm allowing that I can be fluid. I'm allowing that I can change my mind. I'm allowing that I don't work the same way other people do. And I think that's what is meant by the fluidity of being free to just go, oh, life's fun and I'll just float wherever it sort of takes me within reason. But yeah, are you feel,
1: you're feeling that like, I guess that's. Oh, absolutely. I think and fun. I. I don't know I'm, I'm not to the point where I'm just I'm not to the point where I'm like telling everybody I know that I'm there yet but I'll get there I'm in my <laughs> healing journey um yeah I don't know I. I have I don't know I I have no idea and that's kind of scary but mostly exciting yeah
0: that's it yeah thank you so very much for reaching out maybe we'll do this um again in another eight or nine months and have a a bigger chat you never know where we're gonna go hey no idea (laughs) thank you so much
1: britta was lovely to catch up with you annie